previously on Dread and Breakfast. Yeah, my character's name is Sean. My name is Theodore Dresden Mayweather. Hey, I'm Tess. Um, yeah, I've been gone for six months. I was in Brighton. You all remember the night the church burned down. All I have to say is it never should have been in the house. I'll find out what you burned, Sean. I'll find out what you burned. You start to hear humming. You're more distracted by Claudia's hair. According to my character sheet, she has her hair dyed split 50-50. Bright color on one side and blonde on the other. Wait, no, she doesn't. It's a streak. Everything fades in an instant to a blinding burst of white light. Did you, Lucy, did you just take a picture of me? And in that reflection, you all see Claudia. She has a little kazoo sticking out of her pocket, and she slams her fist against the window, uh, pushing against it until her hand passes <gasps> through the glass. No! What? I shatter the mirror. It's a woman you've all interacted with plenty of times before, with a name tag, Captain Marigold. And beneath it, the letters O-R-C-S. So you are all sitting in Amy's loft apartment. Sean and Theo, you are both sitting on the floor on some mismatched pillows that Amy picked up at a thrift store. Tess, you're sitting on a small stool, also thrifted, with Lewis on another beside you. He's still holding one of his cameras in his lap, and he's holding it so tightly that his knuckles have turned white. Amy and her mom are sitting together on Amy's bed. Amy's black cat, Bean, is curled up at their feet, and her mom, Miss Crane, is leaning forward with her elbows on her knees and hands clasped as you begin to explain your experiences. And as you watch her listening to you, this is not the chipper landlord that you've all come to know during your time in this house. She isn't making a lame joke to try to fit in with the kids or stopping by with lemon bars. This is not Miss Crane. This is Captain Marigold. And you're all huddled close together in darkness because it is dark. At Marigold's insistence, you've shut off all of the lights and covered yourselves underneath a thick down blanket. You're all sort of like holding it above your heads like the world's shittiest blanket fort. (laughs) And as you're all talking, Sean, your glasses kind of start to fog up with just how thick the air is under here. You've all also ditched anything that could trigger a reflection. So phones are in pockets. You know, Lewis has his um, lens cap over his camera lens. And surrounding your little huddle is a circle of iron. Again, Marigold insisted. You all watched as she withdrew a small canvas bag from her suitcase and sprinkled iron shavings around you all outside of the blanket before you began your... Let's call it a chat. Um, She also has refused to answer any of your questions until you told her exactly what happened. And so Marigold sighs and she says, Okay, so it came out of the phone and and it was using Claudia's form to lure you in like like a siren song. That's fascinating. When, When was she taken exactly? Taken? Uh, 
I don't... A- Amy? And you all look at Amy, and she is not looking at any of you. She's kind of fiddling with her bracelet again. Amy? Amy kind of, like, looks up very quick and looks down. Um, I, um... Uh, I lied. Um, Claudia never moved out. She she didn't leave a note. She she just she just disappeared. I I'm sorry. Oh, I I'm it. sorry. I panicked. I thought I could fix it. I, I thought I could get her back, and I just I didn't know what to tell you. And oh, thank God. Thank God. What are you talking about? It would make more I sense. I thought if- Claudia was a ghost the whole time. Yeah, like this thing <laughs> is, that she's turned into is any better? I mean. We can get her out, right? <laughs> That's what. Why we're all talking about this. That's why Amy thought Amy thought she could fix it. So yeah, Amy thinks a lot of things. <laughs> okay, Tess, you haven't been here. You don't know what's going on any better than the rest of us. Fuck you! Wow. Okay, I'm not the one who lost complete track of my um housemate. Right. Maybe if you had been here, we wouldn't have. So, Amy. <sighs> And Mary, whatever the fuck, don't care. <laughs> Friends are missing. Talk now. We spilled our guts. As you are having this argument, you see Marigold start rubbing her temple like with her hand, just completely over it. Uh, and she says, so it's not Claudia that you saw. The The oddity in the house is using her form, using your memories of her uh, to lure you closer to windows mirrors etc i i assume it probably took her at some point but but this is important when did she go missing can can i get a time frame well um amy said she was gone i guess like two weeks ago but you're saying an oddity and for you do you you know what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. So two weeks about? Yeah, yeah, I guess. But you you knew this house was haunted, Amy, and you still brought us here? And Amy doesn't answer you, Sean, but she looks at her mom, and they kind of have like a knowing look, and Amy just says, I don't remember. <gasps> Marigold says, okay. First things first, I guess background high. So I am a realtor. That's my, we'll call it a side hustle. <laughs> I work for the Oddity Research and Containment Specialists. Oh, shit. Oh, okay, sorry. All right. I'm actually the regional head of the containment branch, and it looks like we have a bit of a containment issue here. Ah, uh, yet think. So the the oddity, and oddity refers to ghosts, specters, cryptids, things beyond general accepted understanding. Uh, Spooky stuff. Got it. Sure. If you want to be reductive. Um, so <laughs> the oddity in this house, it's H219. Um, this whole house has been part of an ongoing experiment. We've been trying to research the different methods of long-term containment, which uh, this oddity has been successfully contained in this house. 
up until why did i recently. pay you rent? i'm sorry you, you should have been paying yeah. us for partaking in an experiment exactly are we like lab rats or something just living in your mansion of pseudoscience what the fuck well it's te- it's technically a, a modified duplex and the experiment release information <laughs> was in the fine print of your lease which you all did sign so technically you agreed to it it, it let, let's it. not mince technicalities yeah because technicalities and swindling people into agreements that they don't fully understand that's um completely excusable yeah all right let's just pretend that no you know what that's fair that was in the rule book and we didn't read the rule book life isn't a game theo (laughs) tess you're wrong life is 100 percent a game and i intend to win um, so Lewis looks up and like his leg has been shaking like nervously. Um, like he just isn't sitting still. And he says, Okay, like whatever, but like what the fuck happened to Claudia? You said she was <coughs> and the whole blanket like shifts up and down as he sneezes. Uh. Um <laughs> she's you said she was t- 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 take it. Is is she dead? Like what was what I mean test test saw her like um, Marigold shakes her head and she says, my best guess is that she's not dead. She was just taken by H219. Oh, your best guess. That's really reassuring. <sighs> so was she taken to like the, the ghost dimension, the, like the, a spirit motel? What, where, taken where? Probably the basement actually that's that's where we had the oddity contained and uh, you said it 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 came out through a phone and and a window and and a mirror right so it's it's using reflections that would be reason or glass maybe it's just using glass no because i saw water downstairs when we were in the dark room and it made me go into that weird trance so i i yeah i think it's reflections oh and when okay. you say that, Tess, Mar- you can just see, like, something click, like a realization in Marigold's face, and she just says, fuck. Well, what I think it's doing, it's it's taking them through the mirrors to the basement, where it, it eats away at essence, memories, and, and the more it eats away at her, the less tangible she'll become. We won't know until we get down there. But uh, we, yeah, yes, we, we, don't you want to save your friend? I I can't do this by myself. Yes, but I have been awake for the past 36 and a half hours. I do not have the mental capacity to deal with this right now. Well, I I don't know what to tell you, Tess. You're going to have to, or people could start dying because (sighs) if it's able to use her form and able to tap into all of your memories of her, this thing is fucking with your minds too so you're basically all next have any has any of you been experiencing uh, forgetfulness headaches yes. and you see theo just eyes widen with sudden realization and fear uh-oh um what what if we were experiencing those kinds of things. Well, that would mean that 
H219 has started poking holes in your mind and whatever you're forgetting, it's eating. So if you're starting for, to forget Claudia, it's eating her. But, but if you haven't forgotten her entirely, she's not dead yet. So we just have to act quickly. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. She's going to be bald. Whoa. She's going to be bald. She's going to be bald. <laughs> She's going to be uh, so upset that she's going to be Marigold bald. looks so confused. <laughs> I don't remember her hair. I do. She had one dyed streak. So so you're telling me not only is my house haunted, but this thing is in my freaking brain? Like, get it out. You you said you're the expert. How do I how do I get this thing out of my head? Uh, again, we'll figure that out when we get down there. Okay? Has it have you have has any of you seen it leave the mirror entirely yet? Like all the way? I mean, her hand came out. We had a hand. I think when it was getting Amy, it was most of a torso, but I don't think like feet or anything. Does it have feet? I don't know what the butt end of a ghost <laughs> looks like. <laughs> Th- this one has feet, I think. Um, but good news, <laughs> if it isn't getting out of the mirror entirely, it means it probably can't yet. Um, I've been hearing a weird song as well. Is that anything? And as you say that, Tess, thank you for this gift. Fuck. You, <laughs> you all hear that song again, that like <laughs> melody on the loop. I don't even get no. to like pull for this option. Fuck. Like that's Would I you like, like to pull for this option? Actually, no, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. What's worse? Look at the tower. Don't song. pull. What are you doing? <laughs> but it's the song where something is going to happen and we're going <laughs> to. You are always allowed to electively make a pull for any reason. So if you would like to do that right now, please fucking feel free and just tell me what you want to do. Um, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. I've changed my mind. <laughs> but uh, you all hear that melody. Um, and like before, it sounds like Claudia's voice is the one humming it. But it's kind of trippy it's like echoing around the room almost like it's to the left of you and then you hear it move over to kind of in front of you and then to the right of you and then behind you and it does this loop a couple times and after a little bit you kind of put together that it's coming from the different reflective surfaces outside of this blanket around the room it's like hopping between mirror between window between abandoned phone screen and it does that a couple times grows louder bolder and then it stops and amy looks petrified lewis looks like he's about to shit himself and marigold looks emboldened and she just says like i said i think we should move quickly sean this is a great game mechanic Right? Marigold looks at you like really concerned as to how much of your brain has been kind of fucked with with this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, he was like that to begin with. (laughs) We can still save Claudia. We still have a chance. But all of you have to make a choice right now to help take this house back and to help me recontain this thing. Because if it does get out... It won't just be siphoning people's energy anymore. People will start dying. So are you in or not? 
I look at Marigold very seriously for maybe the first time since we've been under the this shit-ass blanket fort, and I go, does it, does it go from memory to memory? Like, is it coming after us because Claudia knows all of us? And so if it gets us, oh. if it gets out and it gets us, it'll go for people we know and love. Marigold just is kind of quiet for a second, and she just nods. I'm in. And then she turns to look at Tess. I mean, clearly I have no choice. So, Sean, it's going to be a song track, and the game ends if the song track gets filled, because you die from ghost. Oh. Uh, uh, hey, hey, Theo, I... I get that we all cope with weird shit in weird ways, but this is kind of this is kind of fucking me up, man. Could you just not like fuck, man? This isn't a game, okay? Like we could we could die. Claudia could die. Shit. Right. So you have to save your friend before the song track gets full. <laughs> and uh, Amy ignores you, Theo. No offense. And um, that's fair. That's reasonable. Kind of like gestures at Lewis, and she's like. Well, it, it, it's not that bad. When, when Lewis shined the light on it, it got all glitchy, right? So maybe that's something. So like a like a light mechanic where if there's a shadow cast on it, it can move. But <laughs> if if it's in the light, it's vulnerable. Uh, <laughs> uh, Marigold just again just has like the the curtest most just like I'm so done with this bullshit sigh, and she says. Here's what we're going to do. Amy, I need you and one other person to head outside and secure the foundation just to make sure H219 can't follow us out of the house. And she reaches back into her suitcase and pulls out another uh, small canvas bag, like the one she pulled out before, and hands it to Amy. You know what to do? The rest of you are going to come with me down to the basement so I can see what the fuck went wrong with our containment plan. While I'm checking that setup, I need the rest of you to grab some things for me. I have a go bag downstairs that I keep for emergencies. We have some supplies in there that we will need if we want to recontain this thing and secure the house. And she continues to dig around in her suitcase and pulls out a silver USB drive that is, of course, branded with ORCS. I also need you to log on to my computer and download some files that I'll need. Username Marigold08, password 031596. Go into the C drive, grab the folders on H219 and the folder on C169. Once they're done downloading, get out of the house. We'll set up a safe zone in the garage and plan from there. Any questions? That that was kind of a lot <laughs> that you just gave us. And... I don't remember the first part. I mean, I was typing it, so I remember <laughs> it. <laughs> but that's Christine, not Tess. <laughs> Tess, I think at this point is just like, you know how when you're like so exhausted that you just like are there physically, but like mentally you like have kind of blacked out. Like you're still awake. You're not drunk, but you like black out from exhaustion. Like yep. Tess just did that while Marigold was <laughs> going through all of those numbers. I don't remember what Marigold said, so I'm going to go with Amy, because I think Amy knows what Amy needs to do. 
and I can help with that. Whoa, 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 whoa. If anyone's going to go outside and run away, it's me with the glasses. Thank you. Uh, reflective Ooh. surface. I can't live without. I will be going outside with the magic dust <laughs> and the girl who knows what's Don't going on. Don't you have on. contacts, my dude? Of course not. Who would touch their eyes? That's gross. <laughs> Offense. <laughs> Marigold kind of looks at you, Sean, and she kind of frowns. She's like, I don't know that it's gotten enough energy to manifest through glasses just yet. If, if it hasn't... Well, you don't know that it doesn't. Goodbye. <laughs> so, Sean, you are going with Amy, um, Theo, and Tess. And Lewis, you are going with Marigold downstairs. Do I have that right? Sure. Okay. Marigold looks at you, Sean, and says, One more thing. On your way out, we'll need you to act as a distraction. Uh, be loud, be obvious, and try to get H-290's attention because the rest of us are the most vulnerable downstairs and we'll need all the time we can get. So glasses might be a great uh, a great lure for it. That's very smart on your part, Sean. And she kind of like claps you on the shoulder. Sean? Are you? Wait. Theo is suddenly very concerned for his best friend in the world, Sean. <laughs> oh. Who is Aww. now going to Boys act as boards. ghost. Who is going to now act as ghost bait with glasses literally inches in front of his face where the ghost oh. might come and get him. I mean, you can change where you want to go. That's fine. No, this sounds worth it to go outside. <laughs> this is a risk Sean is willing to take. All right. I'm not going to try very hard to be distracting. Excellent. Oh, thank you. So good. Thanks, bud. <laughs> that just turned from a moment of like pure friendship into a moment of pure selfishness. Thank hey. you. <laughs> I guess Amy will have to try extra hard to be distracting. And I look at Amy. Amy just kind of like looks down at herself and looks up at you and just like, yeah, I, I, I think I got that covered just with my whole <laughs> aesthetic. Um, but if you need anything in the house, grab it. Because uh, I, I don't know what we'll have access to when we go back in. So if you have any flashlights or sparklers, fireworks, I don't know. Just, just okay. One hundo P. We're going to grab as many bright, flashy things as we can. <laughs> uh, also, if, if any of you sees Ghost, my cat Ghost, uh, it, can you grab him and try and bring him out? I, I don't know where he went. He's probably scared. I'll do what I can, I guess. Amy, I know you love those cats, but right now we're trying to save our own asses, so can't promise anything. And her, her black cat, Bean, looks up for, at you from the floor and just meows, very sadly, very offended. And Marigold looks at you and goes to, like, remove the blanket and just asks, are we ready? Ready as we'll ever be. Let's do it. And you uncover yourselves from this little protective huddle. And Amy's apartment is quiet. You don't hear any humming. You don't hear the rain pattering on the windows. It seems to have stopped. And you all stand up and exit this circle of iron. Amy and Sean, uh, you both head out of the room first. And one by one, the rest of you leave this circle. Marigold then Theo, then Lewis, and Lewis reaches down to you, tests to kind of like reach out a hand to lift you up from the floor, and you see a hand thrust itself out of the back of his camera through the glass no! preview screen on its back. 
You hear the cracking of glass and plastic as the oddity snatches Lewis around the throat and starts pulling. No! Oh, God. Okay, I, uh, do we have anything that can make any light? You have your phones. Okay, I like I scream and then I turn on my phone flashlight. Okay, make me a pull, please. Shine it right in this thing's face. Oh God, <laughs> I'm sorry. Pull point of order. I'm gone, right? Yes, you and Amy have already left. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh no, it leans. It leans. It leans. It leans. Oh. Okay. Whoa. So yes, Tess, by the time you had reacted, Lewis had already been dragged in up to his shoulders. But you, oh my God. <laughs> you know, um, but you flash this phone camera in it. And again, you watch this thing kind of spasm a little bit, almost like it, like an electric shock. And it loosens its hold on Lewis just a little bit. And he's able to like pull half of his face out of it. And as you were doing that, Marigold had tried to rip Lewis away. And you watch as she goes to grab Lewis and like her hand passes right through this ghost. And you all kind of realize that it can touch you, but you can't touch it. But with that little electric shock coupled with Marigold being able to yank, you rip the camera away from Lewis. Lewis collapses on the floor. The camera skitters across the carpet. And that hand is still out there. And it lands next to Amy's cat, Bean. And you watch another hand rip out, grab this cat. And you watch as it is dragged through into the camera. The camera shakes. It shudders. And then lies still. And the cat is gone. Oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> this is horrible because um, I'm also in real time hearing my cats running around the apartment oh, as we're recording. So oh, no! Oh, fuck. Amy, I think I know what happened to your other cat. <laughs> and thwack! We are with Amy and Sean. You are going down the stairs. Is there anywhere specifically you would like to go? Outside. Do you, do you want to stop anywhere to get anything, basically? <laughs> nope. First. Nope. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Hold on. Sean, you're not going to go get anything from the entire house? That's his no choice. No resources? <laughs> um, so Amy is leading you down and about like halfway between your apartment and like the the like front entrance she stops and she's like oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit i forgot um we need salt do you have salt in your kitchen it it helps with ghosts and stuff i don't know it's weird it's old-timey occult bullshit it just works okay do you have kosher iodized like himalayan pink like do you have anything yeah yeah kosher of course um (laughs) Yeah, there's some right by the stove. Just just be quick. We gotta go. Okay, well, you're, you're coming with me, right? I, I guess. Just let's go. And so you trudge back up the stairs. And as you're walking, Amy kind of almost comically starts stepping louder up the stairs, like kind of clomping almost uh, up one and then another. And then we, they get to your apartment, um, which is still, I'd imagine, unlocked, right? From the Battle of the Bunk. Yeah, I don't know that it ever really gets locked. That's fair. Um, and so you go through the front door and you go into, it kind of opens into the living room. I, I guess, what does your apartment look like real quick? The one that you share with Theo? Because we talked about the game room. I mean, the game room is definitely the room we put the most thought into. The game room is the uh, only room that was <laughs> furnished or put together with any kind of intention. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's where the couch is. That's where the TV is. The living room's got... 
I don't know, like some lawn chairs or something, and <laughs> some stacks wow. of boxes, and maybe a bookshelf or two. A milk but crate or we three. don't we don't really need it. You go into the living room. It kind of opens up, um, and that hallway. You follow it, and again, like it is quiet, almost eerily so. The silence itself is almost like a presence that follows you through these rooms. You have your phone flashlight on, I'd imagine, or are you turning lights on? for some reflecty reflecty goodness no phone flashlight even that makes me nervous i mean i i think i know my apartment good enough i don't even need the phone out uh you know your apartment very well amy does not so whether or not amy is like trying to be comically loud she does like knock into a door that was half open just making um a lot of sound and sean i'd imagine with each clunk and scuffle you kind of flinch a little Indeed. She's clumsier than Billy. So you and Amy enter your kitchen, and through the light of your phone flashlight, you can see the glint of the stove reflecting back at you, winking in the darkness. You can see some dishes in the sink, some cutlery, some knives, all a silver polished sheen, and you see, um, you see the microwave's face, which just. There's a lot of reflectivey stuff in here, my dude. Uh, shit, shit, shit! It's all, it's all shiny. Get, kill the light. Let's just get the salt, and it's time what to go. What do you mean, kill the light? Like I can't. I, we're not going to be able to see anything. Um. That's okay. I know. I know what's going on. I live here. Just kill the light, and I'll show you the way. And I grab the salt, and I grab Amy, and we're going. Please make me a pull. You knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, yep. You can try, but you cannot foil the pull. Well, see, you are groping around a dark kitchen where there are lots of knives, perhaps a walk, perhaps oh, no. uh, some very wonderful... Ah. That's fine. Nicely done. Excellent pull. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. So, Sean, you cross into your kitchen, and it's like that shitty like apartment linoleum. Like Even the floor is kind of winking at you. And... It takes a second for your eyes to adjust, right? Like you were in dim light, but now you are in darkness. You retrace your steps, steps that you've taken so many times before, and you take four steps, five. You pass by the sink, you pass by the dishes. Amy is standing back in the doorway, and seven, eight steps, and by the stove. And you reach out your hand to grab the salt container. And you grab the salt container. Ah! <laughs> you, you you clasp it. It's like one of the little bamboo kosher salt things. And you have it in your hand. And you go to turn back. And in the microwave, you see a silhouette. And there is a flash of lightning from outside. And that silhouette comes into sharp focus. And you see Claudia. And she is grinning. And she looks, even in that brief flash, just a little more tangible and she lunges at you but you are able to duck down and run out of your apartment with Amy does she look a little more like she might have just snacked on a black cat perhaps <gasps> oh perhaps no maybe she may have I was afraid of that 
Can we just like can we just make this oddity like a nice protein filled snack? Like get a nice like to go box going, like multiple we, cheeses. We some, just go some nuts. Like we go to the I store. A, I have a vast knowledge of protein rich vegetarian recipes that I'd be happy to share with this this oddity. We can live in peace. We get it chicken. We get it peanut butter. We get it. Tofu, tofu, rice and beans, some cheese, more cats. No, no. no. (laughs) Okay, so Sean, you and Amy get out of your apartment. There are two doors um, that lead out of the house. One is the front door, and then one is the back door. That like all of your apartments are connected by a back stairway that leads to the basement and also to like a back door of the house which exit are you going which exit is closer probably the front because you are running away front it is okay so sean as you are running out of this apartment with amy you continue to see these reflections of claudia not claudia just like a step ahead of you in every reflection you come across you leave the kitchen and pass by the game room she's reflected in the tv you pass by the living room she's reflected in the lamp on the end of the table and you rush out of your apartment and you go down the stairs into the foyer in your haste you bump up against the table that the necronomicon was on and the inkwell topples the floor amy is at your heels she is running she is is screaming but you emerge from the house into a light drizzle and amy takes the salt from you and dumps it into that canvas bag with the other iron shavings and starts mixing it together and shaking it and she's fumbling with it and she pours half of that mixture back into your salt container and thrusts it at you and she says okay we we just gotta make a circle around the foundation okay then then it can't get out okay okay i'll go this way you go this way okay yeah, yeah, magic ghost dust. Got it. And I'll go the other way, sprinkling the dust behind me. Oh, Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Bum, 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 Make bum. him the cutest that I've ever seen. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Keep the reflective ghosts from killing me and all my friends in our, our house, Sandman. I'm so afraid bum, 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 of bum. my friend that's been taken by an oddity. Taken away. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Please put on your magic dust and keep our house from being haunted. <clears throat> Cast me in all your musicals, everybody. <laughs> keep your house from eating us. Bum, 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 bum. But yeah, so Amy dashes to the left of the house, kind of uh, sprinkling this, this this iron and salt mixture around, throwing it at the base of the house. And Sean, you do the same. The rainwater seeps into your shoes and, and in that one rip in your soul, and you are sprinkling this dust. You pass by the window on the first floor, and Claudia's not there. And then you pass by the second window, and you do see her again. And this time... You're with her in that reflection. You watch as she and you and Tess and Theo are all walking down a street together, talking about some show that you had seen, getting ice cream, and then the image kind of flickers and you have ice cream in hand and it's it's melting and you watch one splat on Theo's shoes and you watch yourself kind of reach to, out to Theo to give him a napkin and I need you to make me a pull. <laughs> uh, Sorry. 
Marissa, you can't just write actual moments of our friendship into Jacob these horrifying... Jacob wrote that one. I did not. That was on his character sheet. Thank you. Jacob, you can't just write moments of our friendship into these horrible moments. I wrote it. I was like, I bet Marissa would really hate turning this into something yeah. terrible. I better make her do that. And now it is tainted forever. Forever. And the tower is also tainted because it's looking uh, oh, rough. But as you go to reach it, into this memory, you feel yourself reaching in real life and you're able to jump back and you're kind of getting the hang of this. You it you know what it feels like to have someone pulling the strings inside your head now. And Claudia, you see her like look at you and she, you see her try to push out through the mirror, but you had already put that iron dust around it and she can't break through. You see her get angry. You see her form kind of congeal. The mask gets darker. Her form is like writhing. And then she stops and she straightens up. Her disguise drops. She doesn't look like Claudia anymore. And her head kind of cocks like she's heard something. And you see her look down towards the floor, towards the basement. Mm. And you see her grin. Mm. And in an instant, she's gone. No! You were supposed to distract it! While <laughs> this is happening... Jacob, I'm make more pulls so we don't have to make more pulls. Do something. Stop this. I, I can't. She's thwacking to you. you. I'm, I'm not... Ah. You had one job. So, while this is happening, simultaneously, thwack. Tess, Theo, and Lewis and Marigold. Do you need to get anything from the house before going down into this basement? I know what I want to get. Yes. <laughs> Just go with me on this. Okay. Um, okay. In my previous job before my life went to shit, um, mm-hmm. Tess did work for, as a personal assistant for a monster of a boss who had seven dogs and those dogs all had Instagram pages and um, (laughs) Tess was very much in charge of um, capturing content for these Instagram pages so she in her apartment would absolutely have a giant ring light um, and other mobile lighting equipment (laughs) All right. Used to make okay. bomb ass Instagram posts and also conveniently to fight off horrifying <laughs> reflection ghosts. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm into it. All right. Yeah, you can absolutely grab that shit. Yes, I can. Theo. Um I don't know that Theo actually has anything that would be useful and pertinent to this situation. All right, fine. Don't be helpful. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, yeah, I guess I have a lantern, but like, I think it's only just like a sudden flash of light that would be the thing. So I don't even think a lantern would be, you know? Yeah, you can you can be unarmed. That's fine. Okay, I take a lantern. All right, God. <laughs> if you have an opportunity to get a resource, get the resource. <laughs> so, um, Tess... You go to retrieve your ring light, and after like a second, Lewis kind of follows you, and he has his camera. He's covering um, that glass on the back now. Uh, it still works, just the screen is completely fucked. 
do I have like some sort of duct tape in my apartment that we could just like thwap over the glass so that we don't have to worry about it? Yeah, fuck it. Absolutely, you do. You and Lewis go to your apartment. There is no reflection. There's no humming. Nothing is out of place. You're able to get the ring light and the duct tape, and you rejoin Theo and Marigold, who were standing at the the landing leading down to the basement stairs where all of your apartments kind of let out. Okay, I'm not going to think too hard about that and just keep going with it. It was successful. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Well, the ghost may have been preoccupied with other people at that moment. So unlike when you and Lewis went down the stairs earlier, though, to the basement, night has like truly and fully fallen now. The couple of small windows in the hallway reflect black sky. Marigold is in front, who I I would imagine probably Theo is next, followed by Tess and then Lewis. Do you turn on your lights going down or not? Theo definitely has a lantern and Definitely has it on. We're going into the basement. But don't we need to okay. be able to, like, generate a flash if the light is already on? Oh, the Theo's nope. doing it. This is, okay. This, I don't go into a dark basement. This basement is fucked. It's weird and spooky. Okay. So you all go down these stairs, and they creak with each of your footfalls. And... Because you have enough light to see by the unevenness of the stairs, you're able to very carefully walk through so you do not need to make a pull going down. Okay, thank you, Theo. (laughs) You do flinch every time you pass by one of those windows, but for the time being, they remain empty. And you all reach the basement landing. Stretching across half of the floor now, you see that puddle of standing water. It's not deep. In fact, it doesn't even coat the entirety of the floor. It's very uneven. The house is a very old foundation. Um, the higher parts are dry, kind of creating a patchwork of like these small concrete islands that stretch from the landing to the storeroom door. And when Marigold sees this, she kind of swears under her breath and says, this is probably how it got out from behind the door. Great. Great, great, great. This reminds me of the board game uh, Forbidden Island, where parts of the island are sinking uh, beneath the ocean. So this is kind of like that. And uh, Lewis looks at you, Theo, and he's like, uh, uh, how good are, are you at Forbidden Island? Do you usually like win? Is <laughs> could really use some inspiration right about now. Lewis, I have never lost a game of Forbidden Island that I started on the easiest difficulty setting. <laughs> I'm not sure this is the easiest difficult setting for us to be in. We are fucked. We are plumb and truly fucked. Marigold gestures across the room towards the uh, the storeroom where the water had been seeping out of originally Tess. And she says, there's where we're going. Tread lightly. And she starts crossing the room. Um, now, like, the water is places and is reflective. So how, like, are you hopping between cement things or are you just, like, w- like walking across the water not giving any fucks? I think that I would hop between cement things. That sounds like a fun mini game. <laughs> um, so it's just water, right? Yes. Very reflective mirror-like water. Wouldn't wouldn't we want to like 
cause ripples because then it's less reflective. Like, I feel like Tess might just like tromp right through it. Yeah, you step through that reflective. Well, actually, no, that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I'm just going to like like, squap, squap, squap (laughs) through it. (laughs) This could be a poor choice. Marigold and Lewis are both kind of gingerly like very very lightly walking through the water but walking on the cement as much as possible and here you guys come oh. just splish, splashing along just to floop floop do do here I go <laughs> and um <laughs> I need you Tess because you are in front <laughs> to make a pull I was not in front I, I have it I written down front. that it was Marigold okay. Theo Tess then Lewis JK I stand corrected Theo. I'm sorry, Bob, but you can make the pull this <laughs> That's time. That's fine. As you're splish splashing around through this cool water. <laughs> I'm very sorry if this Just is a pull. Splish splash, I'm taking a bath. It's fine. It's fine. Oh. So, Theo, you are uh, walking across, splish splashing around, almost frolicking, <laughs> and in your like effort to make uh, as much puddles as possible, you tripped... <laughs> because the basement floor is very uneven and so you fall on your ass and you cause a huge splash you drop the lantern marigold and lewis whirl around and look at you absolutely fucking terrified because that sound echoes and you all stand still for a moment a successful bull what and the moment passes and nothing (laughs) happens And Marigold looks at you, Theo, as you pick yourself up um, from the water as you're dripping and just glares at you. If, if you think about it, though, some of the water is now in my clothes, which means there's less reflectiveness on the floor for the ghost <laughs> to, you know, like. As you're saying that, Marigold just fucking starts walking away. Like, it's it almost, just does not even give you. It just starts walking. It's almost like that could be maybe a good thing. <laughs> So you reach the storage space door, you open it, and it, it like opens inward and only goes about halfway because uh, it gets stuck on like an old wooden vanity. Um, you see that this room is packed with furniture. When Amy said her mom used it for storage, she wasn't lying about that part, it seems. You see dressers and end tables, some small AC units. There is a glass-topped coffee table, dead center, leaning uh, on top of some other furniture so that the glass top is facing outwards and towards you. Um, you see some old lamps, uh, and water at this point covers basically the entire floor of the space. It's kind of like a hoarder's apartment with just like this narrow strip for you to walk through and cross the room. And across the room, you see another door, and it is towards that door that Marigold is moving. You all cross the storage room to pass by that glass table one by one. You see, and just for a second, Theo, I think you're the last one. Or no, Lewis is the last one. Well, I think I might be last now because I fell on my ass and had to get up. That's fair. (laughs) We just saw you fall and left you behind. (laughs) You're just like, ghost, ghost, gotta go. Gotta gotta keep going for the ghost. Survival of the fittest. (laughs) Um, So you, just for a second... Out of the corner of your eye, it's almost like you do a double take, like, was that really you? But it was. And you come to the door on the other side of this room, and it is locked. Um, The door itself is painted a matte black, so not shiny at all. And you look at the handle, 
there's a number pad below it and what looks almost like like a fingerprint scanner on an iPhone and running all around the door frame is like this metal strip like this baseboard intricately engraved with these strange symbols that every so often light up electric blue Um, and you watch as Marigold types in a few numbers in the door and puts her fingerprint up to the scanner and it opens with a click and you enter where this ghost has been contained you follow Marigold into a room filled with mirrors there are hundreds of them in front of you, you see mirrors of all shapes and sizes, each at odd angles. You see floor-length ones standing propped up. You see this one giant mirror in an ornate frame. Oh. You see handheld mirrors, little compact mirrors. They are everywhere. Some of the smaller ones are hanging down from the ceiling. Some are on the floor. And all the frames that hold all of these mirrors are also kind of weird you can see that they've been etched with some of those weird markings. Nothing that any of you can understand or make out, but these markings, like that door, also seem to be lit up by some electricity or some sort of power. You aren't sure. And they're glowing that soft blue, casting the entire room in this eerie, otherworldly glow. Oh, fuck, oh, that's shit. cool. This is so cool. Fuck, that's so cool. <laughs> Holy shit! Also, this looks like a murder trap for us. But like, fuck, that's cool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It so like it takes you all a second to like take that in for you to like wrap your head around like what you're seeing because it's almost like an optical illusion of reflections. But you realize these mirrors aren't just stacked in like a hodgepodge pile. No, they're like arranged into hallways. You see three distinct pathways of empty floor leading deeper into this winding network, this web of mirrors, and you have no idea how far in it goes. Wait, like another dimension, like in the looking glass? Like, are we about to like Alice in Wonderland this shit? (laughs) And Marigold gestures at (laughs) that. No, answer that question. Uh, Marigold says... No, answer that question! You'll have to find fucking out! (laughs) Uh, Marigold says, This is where we had it contained. In the center of of that, I'm going to go in as far as I can to see what went wrong, but you three, grab the files and be ready to run. I want to go in, though! Are Are the files in there? No, so you see uh, to like the left of this mirror zone, you see like this big metal desk, also like a matte black. On it is a computer monitor, which is off and black and reflective. You see um, below it in like this little cubby hole, you see the computer tower. And next to that in an adjacent cubby hole, you see a like a leather duffel bag with ORCS on it, which you presume to be Marigold's go bag. Marigold treads softly into the middle passageway of this these mirrors. You watch as she quickly disappears between two of them, and you can see her reflection in some of the other ones beside it, and even one on the ceiling before she takes another step and immediately vanishes from view. You can see ripples what? in the water from her footsteps arcing out slowly from this maze, stretching towards you, almost inviting you to follow. Whoa! That's this fucking is so cool. 
So you have a computer and a terrifying hellscape mirror zone. Where would you like to go? I'm going for that computer. You know, if we're going to save the people that we love and shit, then I guess we got to do what we're told. (laughs) Uh, But? But? The best way to not be afraid of something and to, to, to deal with the problem is to be able to see it and have it, like, in front of you. So if I could go into the mirror zone and and see the problem, then maybe I could fix it? And it wouldn't hey, try to kill us. Hey, Theo, maybe. remember the last time one of us who lived in this house and wasn't a specialist tried to deal with this thing on their own without telling anybody what the hell they were doing? And do you remember <laughs> how that worked out for everyone? It worked out fine because no one died. And... Um, and we're down two cats. <laughs> well. One and a half, at least. It's, but... it's interesting that you mention a cat test because you see ghost the cat walk you you can't really tell if it's in the mirror or outside of the mirror um but amy's cat somehow must have just ended up in the basement oh no (laughs) well i i did tell amy that if i saw her cat i would try to get it Oh, Marissa, this is impeccable, but oh, no. That's that's a thing that I said. Oh, shoot. So I would go towards ghost. I'm going to go towards ghost. Okay. Um, Lewis kind of like turns. He's like, Theo, what, 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 what are you doing? It's just a cat. Just leave it. Just, it's a fucking cat. I told just Amy leave. I would try to get it. So I'm just going to go grab the cat. And then Theo, we- okay, fine. Just, just, just hurry the fuck up. This is not come on, fine. Come on, come on, Theo. I'm just going to get the cat. You Te- guys do the thing. I test, uh, test. We have a time limit. Just come on, come on, come you, on. Okay, if you mess up this whole then, thing for us, then like I I will j- just throw you at the thing. <laughs> but I told, I promised Amy. So Theo, you start going towards Ghost the Cat and Ghost is acting much like you remember him. He kind of licks a paw and just as he always does when he's in the mood to play, as you get closer, he meows at you and darts further in. Not not too far in, just a little bit. I, I can still see him? Yeah. Then then I'm I'm just gonna go grab the cat. I go get him. Oh. So Theo, you follow Ghost. Meanwhile, Tess and Lewis, you go up to this computer and you boot it up using the credentials that Marigold gave you. Uh-huh. Um and as you push the power button, the screen flickers to life and it makes that very loud. much much louder than you would have hoped or expected (laughs) and lewis is fumbling at the computer trying to find the volume you're like pressing a bunch of buttons that you understand um and you finally get onto a login screen it looks like a like a cloud storage site but one that you are unfamiliar with you have no idea what this could be and you see three drives on that site and interestingly they're all color-coded you see the containment c drive with a bright yellow folder the research r drive which has a red folder icon and an internal affairs i drive with a blue folder very nice and just to refresh your memory you are marigold told you to go into the c drive and find the folders on h219 and c169 Okay, so I do that. 
Excellent. So as you click on the C drive, you also glance at like the recent files that have been opened on this cloud drive and you see you just very quickly you skim them. You see one that is like a case 3252 of response to the Jennings Chipper report. You see a <laughs> case 4073, which is a McHale Manor death. You see something about a Silius estate. You see an Orcs employee handbook.pdf. Um, but you open the C drive. Oh, fuck. Impeccable. Impeccable. <laughs> yeah. You find a giant list of folders, each individually marked with these designations. You see H828 GMC51. It, it takes you a couple minutes to scroll through this list, but you do manage to find H219 and C169. Do we look at what these files say? Perhaps gain some information about what we're doing? Would you like with to? Here? I absolutely would like to do that. Why don't you just download all the files and drag and drop them into the flash drive? Because I don't want to crash the drive, but I do want to look at the pertinent information for the threat we're actively dealing with at this moment. Also, there are two things that we're getting information for, and Mm -hmm. I'm only aware of one thing. So Mm -hmm. I would like to learn as much as I can in this moment. Tess, you know what? You're a smart cookie. Uh, Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll say that you drag them into the USB drive first because yes. you'll pop uh, the the little icon bar will pop up like downloading like four minutes and count like whatever four minutes how big are these files <laughs> uh well we'll see so you are looking at c169 because that's the different one correct yes it's it's a lot of like spreadsheets a lot of word docs and like this is a big fucking folder um and those files are usually not that big so there are a ton of them Mm. some are like very old what looks like uh, like petitions for like like research petitions like asking Uh. for funding asking for permission to go find something that's referred to as c168 not c169 and Mm. you start looking at a folder of pictures and you open a couple pictures and start scrolling through them you see a picture of c168 and all it says is like the the file name c168 comma 1994 and it is a picture of this metal box (gasps) and inside of it is this like weird purple almost it almost looks like an octopus but like the picture was really shaky with a yellow eye yeah it does have a yellow (gasps) eye imagine that Uh uh-huh and you go to the next picture and that file name is c169 comma 1995 and you see a, a very wizened old man that seems to have like his entire arm and up part of his side is oh. like merged with this oh, octopus no. C168 thing. Oh. And oh, you notice. Tess wouldn't know about any of this. Oh no! <laughs> Tess is just seeing body horror. Christine! Oh. <laughs> and you see that it has two yellow eyes now and you flip to the next picture and it's C169 comma like 1997 and it's just it, like this metal tube with like a port window and there's like some ice crystals on it and you can almost make out like the figure of it in there and you scroll through some other word documents and you see like notes about mind control and like what this oddity can do when it talks about how it 
is able to infiltrate people's minds and, and merge with different organisms. And it doesn't make any sense to you, but the parts about it being able to tap into other people's psyches and control them telepathically rings eerily similar to what is going yeah. on with your particular oddity, H219. Oh, I see. Okay, so 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 this is like a cross-reference. Yes. Excellent. Um, but as you're you're reading these files and f- realizing with horror just the extent of what could happen to you and to the people you care about, you hear a ding. The files are done uploading. Do you keep reading or do you leave? Um, where is Theo? Let's jump to Theo, shall we? Hi, Theo. Hello. <laughs> you are following Ghost the Cat, and again, just every time you get close to Ghost, he just kind of meows and kind of like hops just a little run bit away, farther in. Run away. And Theo, make me a pull, please. Okay. You have beat me in Jenga so many times. It's totally fine. Um. <laughs> oh, no. ah. Ah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Theo, for that very, very good pull. So you go to follow Ghost uh, through this particularly tight turn. And as you're going through, these the mirrors have been set up in like these hallways, but they are winding and narrow, and they reconverge on each other, and you're following this cat. But Ghost, you watch as he just kind of sits there and looks up and meows at you, and you really quick reach down to try to grab him, and what you thought was empty space was a mirror and you go to crash through it but then you stumble forward <gasps> and are so oh, no. so cold for just an instant oh, it feels no. like your blood freezes into ice <gasps> and you stagger forward you catch your breath and you're in a different part of this mirror hallway, the, the mirror that you were reaching for was a floor length mirror, but you look behind you and you look at your reflection and uh-huh. the one that you had just come out of looked like it was one that had previously been attached to like a vanity. Uh-huh. You see yourself reflected in this mirror and you're reflected in this blue glow and there's no cat here. It never was. It was just another memory being reflected (gasps) towards you. And you hear footsteps. And you turn around. You you, you kind of duck down this hallway. And you almost run into Marigold, who is standing in front of you. And her eyes are panicked. And she says, what are you doing? And you see behind her ghost the cat reflected in the mirror and you watch its form melt into dark shadows that squirm and swirl like smoke until it reforms and H219 takes the form of Claudia again and she thrusts its arms out of the mirror latching uh, around Marigold's waist and starts to pull her in. It's bad ghost! Fuck this cat! Fuck this it's cat! It's bad ghost! Gonna, I grab Marigold like... Make me a pull. Okay. Oh no, uh, I'm starting to get very nervous. It's fine. I got this. Life is a game, just like. Mm, but it's not. 
But if you lose the game, if it is and you lose and you die. I said okay. I intend to win. Okay. <laughs> we all so intend yes. to win, Fabrice. Thank you. Dang, but sometimes this is rough, friend. The tower. So you very quickly grab Marigold's arms and kind of use your momentum to almost like spin the two of you so that you, instead of uh, this oddity pulling Marigold into the mirror as Marigold steps sideways, you pull the oddity out. Oh no, that's not better. (laughs) (laughs) And as you're doing this, it lets go of Marigold and it gets jerked to a stop with like like one leg still in this mirror. The rest of it is out and the rest of it is tangible, but it stops and it jerks and you see it wince. Like that's as far as it can go and that's pushing it. Uh. Marigold shoves you forward and says, run! What do you do? I, I Why no is longer, this a debate? You run! <laughs> I no longer believe in cats, and so I run. <laughs> I run. You start running. You go down this corridor, which you have not seen before. These are mirrors that you do not recognize, and you look behind you to see if you can find Marigold, and she's not there. And as you looked back for a second, fuck, you fuck, feel fuck, yourself fuck, almost fuck. trip and you crash through another mirror. And again, you feel this horrible cold and you stumble out and you're in another part of this, this mirror. This oh, rabbit I'm like jumping from mirror to mirror within the inside of the zone. That's so fucking cool. Yes. <laughs> I, I have an idea. I have, I have a thought. Um, okay. So since... Since Ghost isn't real, and mm-hmm. and Marigold is already in here, and Marigold looked scared, the ghost is here, so Sean and Amy did a bad job at their job of distracting it. Seems like it. So I would like to take on that responsibility, <gasps> and I would like to try and distract the ghost as much as possible so Marigold can try because like it seems like maybe oh. marigold was having a hard time doing what marigold needed to do oh shit so i would like to try and distract the ghost in here and like i'll keep like jumping through mirrors and being like over here and like clap 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 and then like <laughs> this is you know the most jump move ever to be like time for chaos oh no how can i turn this into a thing that makes me valiant and helpful for others like Hell this yeah. is very on brand <laughs> are you also trying to hop your way out or are you just not giving a shit like is is this new is this mere maze your like, cool new home set no. up a bed and a coffee maker hello i live here now <laughs> i don't want to live here but i i want to vacation here for like 10 minutes you know yes absolutely you can so you start hopping between the mirrors and it isn't pleasant it's so cold it almost burns every time you go through one of these mirrors this and every time you do uh you've done it enough times that you can kind of catch on to this now those like runes those like occult bullshit whatever kind of flash bright blue when you jump through it and every time the oddity manifests in one like, if you're turning the corner and you see fake Claudia standing there waiting for you, that frame is a little bit brighter than the ones surrounding it. And you do this a couple of times. You hop between mirrors. You see Claudia reaching out and grabbing for you. 
It's like, I can teleport too, bitch. Look at me. Look at I go. <laughs> Look at me zig. Look at me zag. You thought I was and here. Zig, now I'm there. And you zag. And you double zig. And then you kind of emerge and into a mirror that looks somewhat familiar to you. It's that big, ornate one in like this huge frame. The first one I fell through? Not the first one you fell through, but we'll say the second. Okay. And you stop and you wait and you pause and you look to see where the oddity is going to pop up. And it doesn't this time. You are alone for now. I like, I make lots of noise. Head on the swivel. I'm making noise. Unless you were about to cut away. But like, that's what I'm doing in the interim. Uh, no, we can have you make noise real quick. Um, so yeah, so you're like stomping your feet and you're doing that and you kind of feel like your legs are falling into a steady beat. <gasps> oh, the same beat no. as the song. Fuck. Eventually, it's almost like that beat is involuntary. Like that siren song is slowly taking hold. That The tendrils of this thing is, are curling around your mind. And you turn back into that huge mirror and you see Claudia and you see yourself and you see Tess and Sean and you're and Lewis and you're all in your apartment and you watch yourselves as, as you're all playing games together you're drinking uh, Claudia made this like wild crazy cocktail that somehow ended up bright green and you watch that memory as, as one by one people go to bed but you and Claudia stayed up and you remember this this night that you shared one of those nights where the time just kind of fades and you just talk about life and dreams and just opening your souls to each other and you remember Claudia telling you about this song that she was writing something that she was really proud of and she starts humming you that melody that she's been working on and that melody is the one that you've been hearing all along and it echoes between this mirror and the others and all of them around until it is deafening to you I need you to make me one more pull. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, oh my god. If this if this works, I have I have a thought. I have a thought. Uh, dun, dun. I, it's not as bad as it could be. There are just some Perilously. spots that are not good. Oh, nice. okay. You are one lucky bastard. I have a question. I have a question for I God. An yes. I have a question for God because I'm crushing this. This ghost is going down. Yes. All right. Like Don't get I, cocky, Fabrice. My head right now is like I'm seeing this, and it it's it's affecting me, and like the song is in me, right? Yes. Okay, but it hurts a lot whenever I jump through the mirrors. Correct. Could I try to like dive through one, or like just like stick my head in one or something, and like that, like like snap me out of it? Oh, interesting. Like you want you like, want to pain yourself into breaking this that's the siren song hold it has on you. Yeah. Do you have this presence of mind to do that? Well, here's the thing. That memory, much like that song, is being reflected around you in oh. almost every mirror. One of them you like you know in the the fucking animes where they do like a clone thing and one is real and like the, all the rest are not. It's kind of like that situation. <laughs> so 
if you guess wrong, it will grab you and pull you through the mirror to where it wants uh-huh. you to go. If you guess right, you will be successful. I will require a pull okay. if you want to do <laughs> this. And I feel very bad because I feel like you've been pulling a lot and it's not great. He asked but you for did. it. He asked for it the minute he went after that cat. That is true. Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so okay. I jump nice. through the oldest, most ornate looking mirror if I have any kind of presence of mind. Yes. So you approach this big mirror. It's it's the biggest one where the memory is the most like, think of it like a movie screen almost. Like it is the most okay. high def. Yeah. And you throw yourself towards this mirror and at the last second you think to look at the frame around it and it is not glowing brighter than the others. And you manage to shock your system and the song immediately falls silent. It just stops. Everything is quiet. And you stumble out outside of the mirror. (gasps) Oh, you're so (laughs) lucky. You're so lucky. Oh, man. As you stumble forward, you kind of fall onto your hands and knees as like into this like standing water and you smell mold and rot and just stagnancy. And you look up and you see Tess and Lewis uh, standing up from the computer zone. All of this only took you about four minutes, but it felt like years. And as you pull yourself up, you see Marigold coming out from one of the hallways looking for you and she sees you and she runs to you. She hoists you up, drags you out of here and she looks at Tess and Theo and she just says, run. Run away! (laughs) I am winning the game of life. I'm winning the game of life. All of you start scrambling out of this house. Like You all scramble up the stairs. You almost trip. Lewis drops his camera. He lets it go. Fuck that thing. We need to get out of here. That was his weapon. We did grab the go bag, right? Yes, you did grab the go bag. I think Tess has that, I believe. Yeah. Cool. So you see Lewis rush out of this foyer. He steps in that fallen inkwell, leaving a footprint, a black footprint on the drug. Tess, you're next. You rush through it, and you feel your foot give a little bit in this inkwell, this reflective surface. Yeah, I was wondering when that was going to come back. Oh, no. Theo and Marigold behind can see, like, almost in slow motion, these arms, this this creature. It's not even pretending to be Claudia anymore. It is reaching up at you, it, like, thrusting itself up and out of this new mirror, essentially, and is grabbing so far up almost to your waist. Tess, I need you to make me a pull. Okay, wait. Pause. Stop. Okay, pause podcast. I- yeah. No, no, I don't pause the podcast. I'm Theo right now. Hi. Hello. And <laughs> I've just gone through magic mirrors. What are you doing? Uh-huh. Oh, God, no. God just uh-huh. said that the ink surface is like unto a mirror. Uh-huh. So I, I'm going to push Tess out of the way. No. And, uh-huh. and make sure that she doesn't get God. The thing will pull me in. That's but, fine. But I can no, get out. No, 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 because no. <laughs> I'm magic, baby. I just jump through fucking time and space. But, so, so I, um, if not, not to be meta, but if you do this, 
that will count as a sacrifice yourself. <gasps> which no! As, so, Wait a minute! <laughs> as a reminder, in the horror RPG Dread, something we have never done before, a player at any moment can choose to sacrifice themselves, knocking over the tower. They succeed in whatever they are trying to do, but their character is still removed from the game. Fabrice! It is up to you, I am saying, because right now, Tess is going to be the one that makes this pull to try and, like, not get yanked into hell. Wait, okay, 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 wait, 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 wait. So if, so, hold on. So, <laughs> so if Bob sacrifices himself, it doesn't get me, but it gets him instead? Yes. He will essentially Ooh. be taking the pull for you and also your worst-case scenario. But then, but he but, can't but, just attack it and make a pull defo, for that? He defo can, but Tess would still have to make her pull first. <laughs> and, may, and I have gone through the mirror, and I've gone through the blue light. So, like, clearly the magic, the, the spooky ghost shit is, like... Like, I've but got that now. you can't... But if you get removed from the game, how are you going to come back from that? But Theo but, doesn't no, 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 know no. that. You know what I mean? Like, ah! like Theo <laughs> understands game mechanics, but Theo doesn't know that he's playing Dread right That's now. Fair. <laughs> That's Theo fair! Theo is going to sacrifice himself. Oh, my oh gosh! My oh, my <laughs> I save my friend, <laughs> and I kick the ghost in the dick on my way out. <laughs> Okay. Wait, do I get to decide how I die? Yes, you do. You get to decide how you exit the game. I would love for you to narrate the scene for me. Fucking have at it, my dude. Okay, so, so it's bullet time, right? You see Lewis run uh, across the inkwell. You see the ripples start to form. You see his uh, black uh, footprint on the rug. That's going to leave a stain. Not great. You see Tess... (laughs) start to stumble. She's about to fall into this, like, black pool of ink, and then you see these spectral hands start to shoot up to get her. Theo sees this. Theo knows what must be done. Theo pushes Tess out of the way and falls into the hands of the ghost. And Theo looks up at Tess and says, I... I'm sorry. Can you tell Sean bye? And I fall. Oh my god! (laughs) Theo, what happens next is quick, and it is horrible. You are dragged down into this ink, and you can feel this oddity's grip on you. I feel like Tess would, like, try to reach out for Theo through this to, like, keep him from falling through. Yeah, Tess, you you grab Theo, you grab his hands, and you watch as as it's just too strong, and his hands slip through your fingers, (gasps) and he is pulled down. And Theo time slows down to an excruciating slow pace. It is not like the mirrors in the basement, ones that were designed to be manifested through. You can feel yourself moving through at this time. You can feel every inch of your body pass through this barrier and it is cold and it hurts like you're being squeezed between shards of ice. And your, your brain hurts. That's the only way you can think to describe it. Before you stop being able to think at all, you feel this thing tugging on 
your hair, but it's like your hair extends down through your skull, and this thing is tugging at gray matter and uncoiling the folds of your brain, and you see flashes of memories of you with Claudia eating ice cream. You see flashes of you and Sean in high school. You see flashes of your childhood, but they're all moving so fast, it's all being sucked out and leaving you so fast. There is confusion there is pain, and then there is nothing. You all gather inside the garage. Amy and Sean have finished putting all these iron shavings and salt around the foundation of the house and they've pulled out some dusty fabric lawn chairs for you to sit on. Marigold unfolds an old card table and brushes off some spider webs that had been collecting on it before setting down first her suitcase and then her go bag on top of it. From her suitcase, she produces a laptop and she holds out her hand to you, Tess, for the USB drive. Um... Yeah, I just, like, very numbly give it to her. Like, I, I'm i at a loss for anything that is happening right now. I think everyone is kind of in that same zone. Lewis is just sitting in the corner with his head in his hands. Amy is sitting next to her mom, but she is silently crying. And Marigold looks at you, Tess, and she just kind of gives you a very tight, pained smile. And she says just need to look at the data that was collected while I was gone. Once I confirm my theory, we can come up with a plan, take back the house, and save your friends. Just sit tight, okay? I think it's a little late for saving all of our friends, and I just, like, shove it into her hand and, like, scowl at her. She just takes it without a word and plugs it into her computer and starts typing. And, yeah, Tess and Sean, you're sitting in these lawn chairs. There's nothing remarkable about this garage. You see, you know, like a lawnmower in the corner, an old abandoned bicycle that's rusted, and the mundaneness of this space seems to only heighten the unbelievability of your situation. Tess, you were supposed to be unpacking after your trip, after being welcomed home. Sean, you you were supposed to be kicking Theo's butt in the battle for the bunk, but instead, you're both here. And Claudia and now Theo are gone. I'm, I'm just... I can't make eye contact with anybody. I'm just staring at my ink-stained shoes. Oh... So Marigold is at this card table typing away and and Amy just stares off at the ground and she just says, I'm sorry. I didn't, um, I didn't think it was be this bad. Um, Tess is just like shaking her head like this. Yeah, it's too much for her. Again, it's quiet for a moment. You just hear like the clicks and clacks of Marigold's laptop. And Lewis eventually like sits up and he says, "I, I, guys, I can't, I can't do any more of this. The fuck am I gonna do? I, I, I had a camera, and now that's gone. I, 
I'm not going back in there. I don't want to die. I don't want you guys to fucking die. Like, I'm done. So as Tess is sitting there, she, like, her mind is so exhausted. And an intense amount of trauma has just occurred. Yeah. One of her best friends just sacrificed himself to save her. Like, one of her other best friends who I think Tess and Claudia were the closest in the house, right? So, like most of the memories of Claudia are being held by Tess. And so like on one hand, she is like horrified that Theo is gone, but she realizes that not only has Theo probably saved her, but like any chance of getting Claudia back. Cause if that thing would have gotten Tess, like it probably would have taken most of, if not all of Claudia with it, you know? So she's staring at her shoes and looking at the ink and thinking about how it felt when that thing grabbed her and how she tried to grab Theo's hands as tight as she could, but it still wasn't enough. She looks up at Sean and says, his last words were to say bye to you. And Sean turns and just, I just, I can't believe you'd, you'd put him in that position and you'd let him, you'd let him do that. You'd let him I, Sean, just, just give up Sean, like that. I, I tried to grab for him. I didn't ask him to do that i don't yeah yeah I, sure john view view was my friend too and i i don't know i didn't mean for that to happen i think john just kind of shrugs it off and turns away oh oh fuck i died and y'all are gonna make me cry <laughs> From her place at the card table, Marigold hits a key very emphatically, stands up, and takes a moment to regard all of you. And she says, in in a voice that's much more weathered and weary than you've heard from her so far, I'm sorry that I haven't been very forthcoming with you. I'm sorry that I took advantage of your position as tenants. I don't know Claudia and Theo the way... You all do, but from what Amy's told me, they sound like good kids. I know this is hard. I I get it. Trust me. I've lost friends to worse things than H219, and they didn't get a chance. There were no maybes. There were no possibilities of saving them, but Claudia and Theo have that. So I'm sorry, but we still have work to do. What do you mean? There's still a chance of saving them they're not dead what what no like i said before it's siphoning away their beings their essence it's it's using your memories of them but i saw them and marigold reaches into her pocket and she pulls out two objects one is a small plastic kazoo and the other is a small <laughs> What? <laughs> it's a small That's plastic kazoo. <laughs> where? Where is it? Where is? It? Oh shit, Christine! Wait, I have prop one. work. <laughs> you see the ancient eldritch kazoo. Gaze into its maw. The kazoo of time? It will play and you will go mad with its zooing and cousing. I feel like that's any just typical kazoo. After long enough. So in addition to the kazoo, (laughs) Marigold also pulls out a small, almost compact size like mirror. 
and she says when we were downstairs when theo bought me time i made it to the center of the mirrors downstairs and i saw claudia there what's left of her anyway she was alive h219 has probably taken theo to the center now too this kazoo she kind of gestures at it 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 was in her pocket i assumed you'd want some sort of proof and for just a second tess and sean you both have just the briefest millisecond of a memory like well of course claudia carried that kazoo around with her all the time because it was given to her by who man who who gave her that kazoo has she used it all the time it's it's weird and just like it has before your memories kind of fizzle out but at least for a second you do remember that that kazoo was claudia's hmm so um going back a little bit uh what do you mean theo bought you time i mean he ran into the mirrors he distracted h219 while i was in there if it wasn't for theo i would probably be where he is right now and a chill goes down tessa's spine because she realizes that theo has done the same thing for her hell yeah what's up coming back from the grave to do good shit hell yes (laughs) theo number one i rule Sean, did you hear something? I don't... I don't. <laughs> Marigold takes a second to, again, look at all of you. Lewis is not really meeting her gaze, but Amy is, and Tess, I, I think that you would be. Um, and Sean, she senses your hesitation, and she says, Just hear me out. Downstairs, all of those mirrors, it's set up as a rabbit warren. It's an old method of containment. It's spiraling corridors, confusing passageways, hedge mazes, weird floor plans like the Winchester Mystery House. The basement was designed to mimic those. We originally trapped the oddity inside of a mirror. This mirror. And she points at the small compact mirror on the table. And it's like... Um, like you can hold it in your hand like it's not big and around the outside of it you can see like those same runes that you saw on the door leading into that basement mirror's own room and I guess none of you would have seen it but it's the same runes that were on all of the frames of the mirrors in the mirror zone that Mm. Theo saw Marigold uh, holds it out and like lets you all examine it if you would want to And she goes on. We kept this original mirror in the center and built the rest of the mirrors around it. We knew that H219 would eventually be able to get out. That's how oddities work. They adapt, but it was only able to manifest through mirrors near that original prison, near this one. And with so many mirrors down there, it just kept getting lost. Like a minotaur inside a labyrinth, it was trapped unfortunately we didn't expect the basement to flood and our three sub pumps to fail Uh, the water created an additional surface for it to manifest and now it can 
bypass our trap entirely. So when it took Claudia, it got stronger, and it's gotten stronger tonight. So what, you've got like a Ghostbusters backpack or something for us? We gotta go <laughs> trap it or something? I mean, now that you mention it. And Marigold turns oh. to her her go bag that you had retrieved from the basement that had been sitting on the table this whole time. And she starts taking out several items. Um, also, speaking of items, test your ring light is at your feet. And on the table, <laughs> Marigold puts a couple of other items. You see an EMF detector. Um, there's a flashlight and it's like one of the ones you have to like turn a crank to power on. So no batteries needed. You see a metal bracelet identical to the one that Amy is wearing. Mm. Um, another bag of metal shavings, an unopened bag of cat treats and a pair of gloves. And these gloves are leather and they have some very familiar runes stitched into them. And it's almost (gasps) like electrical wiring like running through the stitches and you see a blue crystal conduit thing on the back of them hell yes (laughs) and it's the same shade of blue as the blue around that compact mirror oh and the last thing that marigold pulls out is just an empty mason jar and she looks at <laughs> it. Hipster. And- <laughs> You're gonna get some iced coffee. There are some like brown bits like in the <laughs> bottom of it. So kind of. I hate it. Marigold just looks at it very confused, and she says, "This was supposed to have holy ground in it." And uh, Amy pipes up, and she says, "Oh yeah. Um, so." I couldn't remember what exactly you said about orc stuff, so when Claudia went missing, I kind of went in your bag and threw some dirt around downstairs to see if that would help, and um, it didn't. (laughs) Oops, Daisy. (laughs) Way to go, Amy. I think Tess would just kind of like side-eye her and then look back to what is happening (laughs) Amy kind of like like huffs. She's like, no, it, it, it's a thing. Like, holy ground is a thing. It's like a ghost thing with the stuff. I don't know. I didn't read the handbook. <laughs> Marigold stops for a minute and you see her look at the jar and she says, actually, that's that's not a bad idea. Uh, Amy's right. Sacred ground acts as a binding agent, sort of. It's pretty good at containing spirits. That's that's genius. Okay, okay. Everyone come here. And you see her go back to her laptop and she turns the screen around so that you can see what's on it. And you can see, test those images that you saw before, the images of C-168 and C-169. And she shows you the, one, the picture of the old man with the octopus attached to it. And Marigold says... This is C-169. Uh, this is an example of someone who didn't take oddities very seriously and wound up an oddity himself. Uh, this thing, and she points at that purple octopus thing, it, it was also able to tap into other people's heads. I was hoping they'd have recorded some insight as to how they dealt with the telepathic thrall, but of course, my predecessor didn't take good notes. So uh, all it says was that C-169 became unmanageable and they opted to cryogenically freeze it in order to stop it. And that's not exactly an option for us right now. So we improvise with holy ground. Uh, Here, 
And she minimizes that folder and opens the folder on H219. And she brings up a couple of, like, charts of what looks like energy output, kind of. It gradually increases over time. Like, you see that this starts, like, eight years ago. And right about two weeks ago, there is a giant spike up. Um, And as you're looking at all of this, Amy nods and she's like, that's a about when it started raining a lot and when the house started flooding so that must be when it took claudia oh and uh marigold says if it can get this high in energy output in two weeks uh, we should act fast so holy ground right it can act as a binding agent we just get it to manifest in a mirror a small one, like like this one, like the original one. And then if we cover it with holy ground, that should stop it from being able to manifest out of this mirror. It'll it'll be trapped again. The dirt will act as as a buffer, cutting off its connections. That that, that this could work. Yeah, that easy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, do you have a better plan? N- no, I just have a hard time believing that some dirt and a mirror is gonna control that thing that was in the house. Oh, no. I saw somebody contain someone with just, like, a metal ring and those stupid gloves before. I think it could work, probably. He was kind of an idiot. He tried to make me lasagna, and it, he couldn't make <gasps> lasagna. Oh. <laughs> I think his name was Copper. Damn, Marissa. <laughs> I, I know it's easy to be skeptical, and I know that some of you are probably scared. This is scary stuff, but at least for me, I always feel better when we have a a plan. So uh, you know what? You know what? Here. And she's digging around in her bag and she says, I'm I'm sorry, none of you got the luxury of our employee training program, but here, (laughs) review (laughs) these. The luxury. And she hands you a procedure known as the ghoul procedure on how to (laughs) properly contain an oddity that I have made for you and that I will also describe. I'm dropping it into the chat now. Stop it! Stop it! (laughs) And so you see um, a piece of paper (laughs) with a gold letterhead with the Orcs logo in the center. Are you kidding Um, me? (laughs) This is great. Oh, fuck. This is really <laughs> and good. And there's some shitty clip art. There's a little ghost oh, with the red X through my it. My goodness. And it has like this acronym, this G-H-O-U-L. The first step is G, gather the appropriate supplies. The second step is research, but the H is big and the rest of the word isn't <laughs> research related oddities. Step three is O, the Owen approach the oddity of caution <laughs> then it's you for use appropriate techniques oh. to either contain or negotiate with the oddity and then l for leave the effective area if containment is not possible and marigold hands you these leaflets <laughs> and tess just like she this is like the last straw and <laughs> she just starts laughing like <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? This is what we're going to do to go after this nightmare that has captured my best friend and killed my other best friend. And I just, I, 
You've been living this double life this whole time. We've been living in this house unbeknownst. I wasn't even here for the last six months. I didn't even need to come home and deal with all this shit. And like, she's just like losing it. Like this is, (laughs) she's done. Lewis looks very concerned. You can see he almost gets up to like go over to you, but then thinks better of it and like stays sitting. And Amy is like, um, I, I, you weren't here, so you haven't been as affected. Okay, yeah, well, you're one to talk, Amy. You literally knew about all of this and didn't tell us that we were in grave danger. You lied to all of us. I in grave danger. It was under control for three years. I don't believe a word of what you're saying, Amy. You've been a nervous wreck ever since you picked me up from the airport. You clearly knew what was going on and didn't tell any of us. And now Theo is dead because of it. Are you happy? He's not dead claudia's not dead they're just trapped and if we get like 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 mom said we just go to the fucking church get some oh, yeah some, some holy that easy. or whatever that easy uh-huh i mean d- do you not want to help do you just want to sit here with lewis and do fucking nothing i honestly like i don't even i don't even i don't even know i've <laughs> i'm about ready to book another flight back to brighton right now amy marigold is still handing these papers out and she just sighs and she's like I can't do this by myself. Amy and I can't do this by ourselves. So at least some of you should help us pick up some fucking dirt and take it into the basement and try and save people's lives. I would hope that's easy enough for you to do. And as she's trying to hand me a paper, I just stare her straight in the eyes and I say, I'm never going back to that fucking church. And I turn and I walk away. (laughs) Marigold takes you by the shoulder and like turns you around and she just looks much like Tess has like had it. Marigold has also had it. She just is like, why? Why not the church? Why not? What? Please tell me. What is there a fucking, what, what, what is wrong with the church? Is there, oh, don't tell me. Is there Bigfoot in it? Because I, it's down the street. It's right there. What the fuck now? Shadow's still there. And Tess like for the first time all night looks Sean dead in the eyes and says what the fuck does the doll have to do with this (laughs) Lewis also looks at you like completely shocked and Amy perks up and she's like wait wait a minute Shadow was the name of that the the name that you gave the doll that I got from the thrift shop like two years ago I I, it had a ghost in it I was gonna give it to my mom for the it went missing. Sean? <laughs> Sean, what did you do to what Shadow? What did you do, Sean? Well, it was it was fucking watching me in my sleep and I like I just couldn't take it. So when uh, when the church caught on fire, it it seemed like an opportunity and maybe some of the the good juju would balance out the the creepy juju of the doll, so I just I, uh, I put them together, me? and uh, I thought it would help. But you burned um, down a church to throw away a doll? No, 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 no. I did not burn down the church. But when the opportunity arose, I had to take care of the problem. I am not an arsonist. I am an opportunist, Your Honor. <laughs> and and Lewis from oh, his corner is gosh. like. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. Ba- baby, I did. Baby, I did. <laughs> baby, I did. So, like two years ago, Abby goes to the thrift store, finds a doll. There's a ghost in it. Cool, fine, whatever. She a puts clearly it. Clearly hunted doll. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Great. 
she puts it in her apartment, right? In our house. In our house, yep, that we share. You <clears throat> you go when the church, you look out your window, you're like, man, that's a cool church fire. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw a doll in it. And then, like a year later, when your cool pal Lewis goes to take pictures of the church for school, you don't fucking think to mention that you threw a ghost in the fucking fire. <laughs> Sean. 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 I, I thought I had taken care of it, but then I, I was helping you with the pictures that one time. and Everything burns eventually. I thought I was crazy for feeling watched that you just didn't mention that there's a fucking ghost doll in the church now. Well, it's not in the house anymore, so you're welcome. We're not in the house either, Sean. I don't know if you could stand down. Well, that's not my fault. I'm the only one who's ever successfully removed a ghost from this house. (laughs) Excellent point, sir. And you see... Marigold, she like sits down on the table where her laptop is and just like fully lean back and lay down, just face in hands, just <laughs> staring up her. at the ceiling. <laughs> Sean, you and broke her. And she's just like, so again, you took a doll that had an oddity safely contained in it. It was in the doll. It wasn't getting out. And you threw it in a uh, fire. No, it was getting out. It was haunting my dreams. Uh-huh. Dolls can contain spirits very effectively, and you let it out in church where we need to go. Oh, good. Oh, great. Oh, I'm sorry I didn't anticipate needing to scoop up some dirt from the ground to try to contain some weird mirror ghost that nobody told me about. I like that it's a well-documented fact. That dolls can can contain ghosts. Very it's in the handbook. I don't know what you want. <laughs> I'm sorry we didn't get it the luxury of employee training. <laughs> and Marigold just still lying down on the table's like, okay, fine, 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 cool, great. And she pulls her phone out of her pocket and she dials a number and she puts the phone up to her ear and you hear her say, hi. It's me. I'm cashing in that favor you owe me. And there is uh, some muffled talking on the other end. Uh, Marigold just looks so irritated. And she says, I'm at the H219 house. Be here in 10 minutes. (sighs) If you're here in less than five, I'll give you an extra week of paid vacation. (laughs) And Fob, would you like to describe... How and who comes in? Wait a minute. So, you all see a beat-up hippie-style van. Think (laughs) a la, like, the mystery machine from Scooby-Doo, but also it has, like, ladders and shit on the side. Oh, my God. It pulls up. Like, the lights turn off, uh, and someone gets out, and they walk around. You see this man with like a huge handlebar mustache very like big and like broad shoulders and you see poking out from behind their shoulder uh, this creature with gigantic glowing eyes and this person walks up towards you all and says crikey what seems to be the problem here So Fab will be playing 
one of Marigold's co-workers, <laughs> another orcs agent, here to help. <laughs> I would have pushed you into the puddle myself if I had known this was going to happen. This episode's sponsored by Bananas. Great on the barbie. <laughs> this shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Dread and Breakfast today, and thank you especially for sticking around to the very last seconds of the podcast. As a reward for your loyalty, you get credits, and here they are now. We'd like to thank Eli Schneider for our theme song and original music. You can find him and his band, Open Doors, on Spotify. We'd also like to thank He Who Must Not Be Credited for composing the original melody that we've all been humming throughout this story, and all our additional audio is credited down in the episode notes. Our friend Emily is the mastermind behind this story's amazing episode art. You can find more of her work on our website, dnbpod.com. You can follow us on Instagram at dnbpod, or find us on Twitter at dreadnbfast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give us a quick rating or review on whatever platform you're using and tell your friends about us. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you in two weeks for part three.